Hi, my name is Gretchen Fors and host of the Hearing Mama's Tribe podcast and proud mother of three beautiful girls who have hearing loss. If your child has received the same diagnosis, you are in the right place. I welcome you into our tribe. You are not alone. Listen as I interview other hearing mamas, maybe an occasional dad or child or teen or other guest who include people who have been instrumental in helping our children thrive. As we share our stories to build community and connection, we will laugh together, cry together, and find joy in the journey. While there are many communication choices for children who are deaf or hard of hearing, this podcast specifically focuses on families who have chosen to use listening and spoken language. Hi, Gretchen here, host of the Hearing Mama's Tribe podcast. Super excited for you to join us today on our third episode where I interview Jess, my children's audiologist. Not only is Jess a talented pediatric audiologist, she also happens to be a parent of a child with hearing loss. I hope you enjoy Jess's interview. Hi, Jess. Thanks so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me. I'm super happy you're here. Okay. I am just going to let you just take it away and share your story. Okay. Part of my journey starts when I got into the field of audiology. I originally became an audiologist. I wanted to help people here. That was my goal. I didn't plan to specialize in working with children, but after graduation, I eventually honed in on my skills and realized I was probably best working with children. So that was kind of my my passion. The fast forward a little bit after graduation, I ended up having a baby boy. We were super excited to have him. He's presented lots of different medical things for us in his short life so far. But originally when he was born, he passed his newborn hearing screening. And as an audiologist, I was very excited about that. I'm like, oh, great. My child has normal hearing. Everything's great. Then fast forward, he has had a lot of like I said, medical things. One of those being really chronic, severe allergies, which led to by his second birthday, he had already had three sets of ear tubes, two of those, the permanent tubes <laughs> that kept coming out. He had his tonsils removed, his adenoids removed twice. People would ask me, is he sick? And I, I honestly never knew. He just was chronically draining out of his nose, his eyes, his ears. By two and, a, two and a half, he had three sets of tubes, still had normal hearing at that point. And then when he was five, he had an unrelated non-ear surgery that was upcoming. And um, because his left ear tube had remained in for that period of time, the right one had fallen out. I had just said, Hey, I'd asked his, his ENT, could you just maybe take out the the permanent tube. It's been two and a half years. He hasn't had an ear infection. He's five. I don't want to sedate him to have to remove this tube and he's getting sedated for something else. So at five years old, he had his surgery and then our ENT went in and removed his ear tube. And that was in May. And of course the audiologist in me all summer was like looking in his ear. We're going to kindergarten in the fall, making sure his hearing was going to be good and kept checking it out. And you know, I'm like, oh, I think the hole's closing because they had taken out the tube and kind of did a little patch on it. I, I was under the impression things were looking good. Then one day, my, it was August. It was right about the time school was starting. <laughs> we're sitting on our sofa and he was in his bedroom and he's supposed to be going to bed. And we're watching TV and all of a sudden I can hear this radio and it is just blaring. It's so loud. And I run in his room and I say, what are you doing? And he's, I'm going to bed. And I was like, okay. I'm like, why is the radio so loud? And he said, I'm laying on my good ear. I was like, what, what are you talking about your good ear? He's like, well, I don't really hear this one. 
And I'm thinking in my head, what are you talking about? And at that point, I probably hadn't looked in his ear in a few weeks. I don't know. So I go grab my otoscope. I look in his ear and there's a half of an eardrum. Like it's just, it's looked like a big mess. And clearly something had happened in a few weeks time that I hadn't been looking and monitoring his ear, which was really shocking and disappointing that we had gone, thought things were getting better. And then he had this big hole in his eardrum. So of course, then I have to take him in to clinic and get his hearing tested by one of my colleagues. And of course he has moderate conductive hearing loss because he's got a hole in his eardrum. This is all happening around the same time. He's starting kindergarten and his school did kindergarten um, hearing screenings. And he got a note home that he passed in both ears, which was so ironic that I literally had just diagnosed a hearing loss in his one ear. And I got a note saying he passed. So I was really disappointed in the fact that he didn't actually pass. <laughs> and I got a note saying he did. So then we reach out to ENT and I, I mentioned that this has happened and they were like, it's fine. He's got one. He's got one good ear. And I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, I know he does have one good ear, but as an audiologist, I, I knew that going into school, having one good ear was just not going to be good enough for my son. So it was October, it was Halloween and he, we fed him with a hearing aid on Halloween. It took a little while we got the hearing aid. And I just remember it's just a weird experience. This is what I had taught families. And this is what I had learned to teach people about like bringing a hearing aid into your family and bringing this journey into your life. And it was happening to us. And it was very interesting <laughs> because I wasn't prepared for all the failures I was going to have as a mom of a child with wearing a hearing aid that I had tried to talk to and prepare all the families I had worked with for so long for their journeys. And so day two, we lose the hearing aid at a Halloween party. And boy, did I feel like an epic mom failure on day two. And it happened to be at one of my good friend's houses who was also an audiologist. So not only was mom of the year losing a hearing aid on day two, but I was at my friend's house who's an audiologist. So of course she had to tease me quite a bit about that. But yeah, that was, that was a start at age five. That was when his journey started. And now fast forward, he's almost 13 and we have had Oh, so many ups and downs in this world of having a hearing aid. But for us, the listening and spoken language thing was a little bit of a different path because at five years old, he had amazing speech and language. He never had articulation errors and he had normal hearing until that fifth year of life. However, over the years, I've definitely noticed many things that we teach our, our families about with kids with unilateral hearing loss. He misunderstands jokes a lot with and without his hearing aid. He has a hard time in a group, um, hard time with sarcasm and just all those little things that I guess we take for granted that kids are just overhearing and learning is that, oh yeah, that idiom, he doesn't understand what we're talking about. And so for me, it's been a little bit different because we were never focused on articulation. It was always on that bigger language component. And what was he missing because of the hearing loss related to that? And so we had a few visits with SLPs over the years that I know and have had his language tested. He's got a math brain. He does not like reading. And I kind of think maybe part of that has been due to just maybe some tiny bit of some language related things. He just never really found a love for that. And no matter how hard we've tried, he just 
it's just not his thing, but we're supporting him in his like his love for math. And, and I think that's been a great thing for him to find something at school that he does love. And yeah, that's where we're at with our journey so far. <laughs> it's continuing. Um, well, it's always a journey. And I really appreciate yeah. you sharing the vulnerable side of being a mom. I'm sure for your patients, that empathy that you've built by being on the other side, right? Oh, for sure. So you've now lived both yeah. sides and you yep. get to see that. So I'm sure the parents you deal with are appreciative of that because it's hearing aids get lost. They get washed in the washing machine. They done it all. (laughs) (laughs) They like, you know, we've gone through the trash bags to try to find it. We've all done those things, but like it's real humanizing to realize the audiologist. (laughs) So thank you for sharing that. So yeah. Yeah. Most recently he left his hearing aid in a dirty, stinky locker room, a hockey locker room. And we had to call (laughs) the rink to have somebody go find and look for a hearing aid in a dirty, stinky men's locker room, which, you know, was really awful. (laughs) I'm like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe you lost a hearing aid in a locker room. (laughs) Did he wear his under his hockey helmet when he plays hockey? No, he can't wear it when he plays hockey. Unfortunately, he just sweats way too much. Luckily his coach is a pretty loud voice and every coach he's had since this happened, soccer and hockey, we've, we've always talked to him at the beginning of the season and said, Hey, just so you know, if he's across the ice from you, across the field from you, he's not wearing a device. Can he hear you? Yes. But at a distance, he might not hear you right away, or you might need to have his teammates saying something. The nice thing about hockey is that it is visual as far as like when kids leave the ice, if you're your teammate, your partner on, he plays defense, leaves ice. He knows to look and follow. Soccer is a little bit harder because usually you're getting like subbed off and it's like the, the game has stopped and somebody's yelling your name. And so usually for that, he's got a teammate that'll shout out his name for him if the coach is too far away. But yeah, we unfortunately haven't figured out a solution for really sweaty kids <laughs> wearing devices and playing sports. <laughs> and that's real life too. I appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to chat with me and to share your story. I think all of our journeys are different, right? Like you mm-hmm. probably never had a child and thought I'm going to be an audiologist and raise a child with hearing loss. That probably wasn't on your radar. And mm-hmm. like you said, he passed his newborn screen and his kindergarten screen. And yet you can see the day-to-day repercussions of that single-sided hearing loss, which sometimes people think is no big deal. So I appreciate you sharing that, Jess. So thank you. Thanks for joining me today. I really appreciate it. Thanks. No problem. Thanks. Thank you so much for joining us for today's episode of the Hearing Mama's Tribe podcast. I'm so appreciative for those who are willing to share their stories. And I hope as we share and listen to these stories that our hearts can be uplifted and we can find joy in this journey together. I welcome you into our tribe. If you're a parent, a mom, a dad, or a professional who serves these children and would love to share their story, please check out the show notes for how to get in touch. Please like, subscribe, share this with your friends, and leave us a review. That way more people will find this podcast. Thanks for being part of this journey.